Revolut Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Level of Latina podcast. Today we're recording episode 155, the Father's Day special. Uh, today we want to share stories about the dads in our lives. It could be our husbands, it could be our fathers, maybe grandfathers. Um, a ver dónde se va esta conversación. Uh, but before we chime in and start talking, oh, babies. That'll show pictures of babies. Um, but before we start, you know, ch chatting about this conversation, this topic, uh, ¿cómo andan, chicas? Let me check in with las chulas aquí que me está enseñando fotos de bebés, Vero. Let's start with you. Para que se te antoje otro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my my uh, mission in this life is to have my, kid, my kids, have my friends have as many kids as possible. Just kidding. Have as many kids as you want. That's what I'm saying. I am good. Tired um, is an understatement, but um, thriving. Aquí andamos. Aquí andamos. Enchándole ganas. Planning. Um, at this point, we'll be coming back. We should be back from our vacation uh, by Father's Day. So we're good. I'm trying to figure out what to get for oh, Father's yeah. Day because it's also his birthday. Um, kind of like, you know, together. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I'm good. It's getting warm in here. So I might have to take off all my clothes in a bit. <laughs> love, love, love. I'm just here waiting for Vero's titties to pop out of her shirt, apparently. Este <laughs> she freaking shows us. I am doing good. I'm excited. I guess the mystery dies when you've been with someone for a long time. I straight told Diego, send me like three things you want for Father's Day. Me too. <laughs> I know. And he sent me the three things. At least he won't know which of the three I buy. It's like lame, right? But I'll throw in a couple of things he doesn't know. But he wants this like super special golf club and like super special speaker. I was thinking men are like obsessed with speakers. To me, they're all the same. But to him, they're definitely not. I'll get into that in a bit. Really? Anyway, he's worth it. He's worth all three gifts on the list. I might even pull that off. And that would be a really nice surprise. But a ver que, I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you, Irene. Cuando, cuando you've been with the person for a while. Um, yeah, I think, I don't, I, I, it's been a while where, like, I get him something or surprise him with something. I usually ask him, okay, what do you need? Because that's, that's how, you know, what, that's what he expects or wants. Like, oh, I, I really like it when I get gifts that I need. So, um, yeah, I asked him, like, hey, what do you need? And I still have to, I have, we have time. We have, yeah. We have uh, time to buy Father's Day. My husband used to say the same thing when we first started dating. Because when they need something, they don't always get it, get around to getting it for themselves, right? Like, they really needed this thing. And I once bought my husband something that connected, like, his TV to his computer. Like, back in the day, I'm dating ourselves. Like, now there's lots of great cables. And you don't need cables anymore. And it's wireless. But he needed something called an RF modulator. And he had been meaning to pick it up and meaning to pick it up. And I think I went to, like, a Radio Shack to buy a dumb thing called an RF modulator. Whoever's listening to this is like, girl, an RF modulator. What kind of TV did you have from the 90s? Anyway, he was, he never stopped talking about that gift. Oh, it's really what I needed. I would have never got around again. I so needed it. Look at my TV. We can do this because of this thing. So for them, for like 10 years, I gave him what he needed. 
like always like practical things because I don't know they just don't get around to buying them for themselves I guess that's the speaker that he now needs right y también with clothing Luis is like I feel like I don't know how to dress anymore like I don't know what to buy myself he was yes. gonna go yeah he was gonna go uh he was gonna go shopping for himself a couple shirts he's like I need you to go with me because I don't know what looks good anymore are we married to the same men like, I tried like blue and gray with like a white flower I'm like he's like a flower is like huge for me <laughs> you know it's trippy that Otto's very like uh fashion sense like he loves new things he loves oh yeah he is he's very he is yeah moderno. yeah he's super moderno he's a fashionista that's why he was super excited when he was entering for like this clothing company he's like oh my god the deals we can get it's like michael kors and it's you know this other brands are tied to them he was just so excited he's like i didn't know that about I, him he That's loves cool. like he expresses himself through clothing like, very sharp that. very sharp so I'm like, he's like, I don't know who I am. Him, he's like, I don't know who I am anymore. I, I'm still in my UCLA, UCSB shirts that, you, <laughs> that I wear every day. And I'm like, it's okay. You'll get back to dressing up once you go back to the office. But he likes that stuff. Put print on it. He has these flower pants that he's been wanting to wear. He's like, just not the right occasion. I'm like, okay, summer's coming. Maybe you can wear them. He's like, no, now I have a dad bod times two. So <laughs> I'm like, you'll figure it out, baby. You're going to be okay. But he likes to, he likes to shop. For nice stuff, like que, que se note que he's like, oh, I got something new. Oh yeah, ahorita hablando de eso de um the trends and whatnot in clothing, like with um this trip to New Orleans, uh, Luis was like, well, it's gonna be really hot and humid. Like, what do I wear? And he was like, bringing out like white pants that he wore like to her honeymoon. <laughs> he said lo medio. No, it was muy pompudo, Mike. And plus, I'm like, I don't think I'm like white. I'm like, no, ni que estuvieras en la playa. Um, and then he he brought out other 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 pants that were I don't know what it's called, but like you know the the thin line, the thin, um, that pattern, thin blue lines with uh, white. ¿Cómo se llama pinstripe. pattern? Pinstripe. Pinstripe. Like super, super thin, you know, anyway, he, he has those, like, I guess it's like linen or cotton pants. And he's like, what? Okay. With this white shirt, but what shoes would I be able to wear? And I was like, I don't know, maybe some mules. I'm like, but you don't have any mules. And he's like, I would not wear mules. I don't even know. I don't even think he knew what that word was. He's like, maybe I don't know. Guaraches. I don't know what that. Please, is. Not wear <laughs> no, don't be. No, los metedera. No, de metedera. Los zapatos que nomás te metes uh, y que no tienen back. No, I recently. Oh, it's linen. You said como Crocs. Right? Sí. Yeah. I would say Crocs um, before mules and before. Oh, his he would never wear Crocs. No, he loves. I his would think only these slip flip flops before. No. Es que vete descalzo, vete bojo. Se puso. What did he end up taking for those pants? I guess just some like brown shoes. Yeah. Anyway, um, those are our hubbies con sus modas and perfect segue to start talking about these men in our lives that are dads in honor of our upcoming uh, Father's Day celebration. Um, so we're yeah, that's where we're going to take the conversation today just to talk about stories or perhaps our dads, our husbands and anything that we'd want to share. Um, I can start because I, you know, have something in mind to share about my dad. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this, but, or you guys know que es un, un hombre de pocas palabras. He doesn't talk much, but he's very creative and he's been composing songs for, um, for years. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys knew that about him. That's where you get it from. That is, oh, cool. oh I yeah, he's been composing songs for years and years and years. And he's never gotten them like registered or anything. Las tiene toda. And most of them, they she, he has them in his, in his, aquí. Se las sabe incredible. incredible. Yeah. When he, when, uh, when I was born, he wrote me a song. No me acuerdo como va, pero something Alejandra. 
but he wrote me a song and then for different occasions he has written you know songs and for people people that have passed um i don't know if you guys remember but um at my wedding he read um he read a speech that he wrote for me and when i graduated um law school he also wrote he wrote it out and it turns out that it was a song he's like what's a song it goes like this i was like oh i didn't know like i always thought it was like just tus pensamientos you know your thoughts that you had about me graduating and you wanted to share that with me he's like no it's a song and um there's more to that because i have i still have it i carry it in my little little portafolio thing i still have what he wrote uh when i graduated law school but he, there's more to what he wrote on that piece of paper and it's a song just uh two weeks ago when my grandmother passed away his mother um the day after he was talking about you know his mom or he's like oh yeah and let's let's escribe algo a mi mamá and de un día para otro right so he started sharing it with us and then you know like couples how they bicker my mom and my dad like they've been married 41 years so like they bicker about like little nonsense that it's funny to the to, at this point uh my mom starts saying no no i mean i mean you ya le dije que cuando yo you know when i when i pass i don't want no song you know me le dije pues sabes que mom like let him be i'm like that's the way that he mourns um you know like that's that's the way that he mourns and that's como el siente and let's no i already told him like i don't want i don't want um I don't want him to write anything for me. And le, le dije, pues que te lo den vida. You know, if, if you're feeling this way, like to ask, ask him to write you something now, you know, so that you get to enjoy and you're not, he's like, no, no. And she, my mom kept on saying, no, no, a mí que no me escriba nada. Um, and she said, um, she said, you, he's, <laughs> sorry, this is funny. Like it's, it's humor. It's like my mom's like little way of being or whatever. Um, she said, a mí, See, I'm, and I'll translate this in a bit, but she said, si a mí me escribes algo, te lo juro que yo estando en la caja, me voy a sentar y voy a sacar la mano y te voy a decir, no, 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 no. And I was like, mom. So she, <laughs> she said she would sit up from her casket and like shake her finger, no, 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 do, like do, stop reading whatever you're singing. And then, so we, we I, again, I stopped my mom, mom, I'm like, like, let him mourn. Like, this is, this is how he's mourning his mom. Like, this is how he expresses himself because he's not very good with words i see in persona but he thinks them over and he writes them and then it's you know it's something special so you know déjalo en su en su sentimiento like let him feel um so that's my dad a lover of music um and and going back to las bocinas the, the speakers uh, he's always been a lot, you know, super romantico, sus canciones um he sang to my mom at their wedding um la canción de como se llama paloma querida um he sang it at their wedding so that's that, that's their song um so he's known with you know with his family and cousins that he's like super un romantico right y todo el día toca sus canciones like old school viejitos canciones like that's his jam uh que los freddy's que um, lil dan you know and so that's his jam and like that's how i I know that in the future, you know, when he's no longer here, I'm going to remember my dad through those songs. Um, but his bocinas, oh my God. So since I've known him, he's always had like his stereos. Um, now with, uh, now with technology, he has a cell phone. He doesn't use it for, he doesn't use it for phone calls. Like we try to call him, nadie conte nunca contesta, you know, he never answers his phone. Um, he doesn't know how to text, but he uses it como like a radio. Like he'll, uh, use Pandora or now YouTube, everything, you know, lo, like he's thinking of a song. He's like, uh, busca la canción de Rocio Dulcal, you know, X or whatever. 
so se pone se pone con su música and um he has his speakers like the little roll up like speakers that like super loud um in the past we've we've given him i remember one year we gave him that um like the expensive um like uh speaker boss what is it called bossy or bos boss Bose, isn't it both pronounced Bose. Bose. Yeah. yeah one of those and um it was before it was like maybe like 10 12 years ago so um it wasn't as high tech as the ones that uh exist now but it was you can uh connect your ipod to it and then once we get we gifted him that we're like oh my god we made a big mistake because he would play his music super loud at all times during the day and we're like Bobby, but oh and then i think we got him like headphones but he like refuses to wear them and so that's always like the bickering and the fight with him him and my sister because my sit like at parties now um you know, my sister will want to be playing a certain song or like gatherings. Uh, and then my dad rolls up with his little speed or not big, it's, not grande, it's like the roll ones. And he's like blasting his music. So it's this like back and forth with my sister um, and my dad. And then she'll say like, oh, can you go tell my dad? I'm like, Tú dile, you're the one that, that wants to go play your music. Um, and recently for Easter, we were going to get together at my sister's and, um, you know, we were loading up the car, my mom, my dad. And, um, and then I noticed that he's bringing his little speaker along and I took a, a screenshot or I took a picture of the, um, of the, of the speaker in the back, in the back of the car. And I told my sister, heads up, he's bringing along his speaker, you know, para que, que supiera. Um, so, I mean, it, it's funny, but it's, you know, it's, it's my dad and that's, that's his thing, like su música, uh, su televisión, este, y aunque uno le diga, dad, can you lower it down, can you lower it down, like él, él con su música, él le encanta su música, um, and, um, and then se pone a cantar sus canciones, um, even si él está solo, uh, I was like, and I'm like, me estaba hablando, he's like, no, and I could see like he's, his little brain working and like composing and, and, um, just getting creative, right? Getting creative with his, his words and like, you know, it turns into like this beautiful written song or poem or, you know, un pensamiento que él está, que él está pensando. So that's my dad. Hombre de verbally pocas palabras, pero, pero se expresa with, you know, written, the written word. So my dad, shout out to my daddy for Father's Day. <laughs> That was beautiful, Ceci. Yeah, that was really beautiful. It was really sweet. And it's funny that your mom would say that. Like, I think she feels that now, but God forbid he passes first. And it's going to be the, probably the first thing she's going to miss. And yeah. she's going to be the one that will bring the speaker and blast it loud. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's beautiful because you say that your dad's not a man of many words and he doesn't communicate like verbally, but he does. Like to write a song, to sing a song, to have the courage to sing a yeah. song. Like, I'm like, man, I wish my dad would have written me one, like half of a song, like, like anything to have that recuerdo. So I would say to you save all those things that he's written archive them put them in a book save them for your kids like it's really beautiful the fact that he's doing it i think to put himself out there like i'm stuck on the fact that he's saying at their wedding and he wrote her song like that's like beautiful yeah like, freaking beautiful and um i guess i now get why you and lisa are so romantic you learn from your your daddy yeah well, y'all love music Right, right. Well, when I uh, when I met Luis and I saw that he used to like all the school, old school, like mu Mexican music, I'm like, oh my God, my dad, like, you know, like you and my dad are going to get along great. And that's, I mean, that's their, I guess, love language with each other. Se sientan, se toman su cervecita, ponen música. And I love that. I love that bond that Luis has with my dad. Um, 
I was going to say, so, oh, um, I'll, I'll, we'll see. Um, my, my grandmother's um, funeral is in, a, in like two weeks. And um, I don't know if si va a poder leer eso, my dad. So I told him, we, my sister and I said, si no puedes, if you feel like you can read it, like we will definitely read it for you. So because I, I, I feel like será bonito like to share that, you know, so. It's funny how when you were talking about your dad writing all these things down. I was like, that's a little lawyer in you right there. So you got a little part of your dad. I.e., your, your, your art is, you know, where you're going to be the, your, your arguments, your discussion points in, in the court of law, Yeah, you know, <laughs> very thought out processed. So that's really cool that you have that. Alguna historia or pensamiento or anything that you guys want to share about your father, your husband or just or any other father figure in your in your lives i think it's trippy that music plays a big role in a lot of our in, in many of our lives right irene's a big music listener um like everything she did todo um and uh like i feel like with my dad el siempre tiene una una no rocola como se llaman aquellas a big old like como se llamaban no sé, pero they play the, the vinyl. The record. vinyls on it? Uh-huh. And yeah, my dad, like, yeah. I remember when my, my mom's like, ay, tu papá. So the first, like, good job that he had, he was able to save up for this huge, like, thing. Que es como para tocar los discos. Tenía the A-track. Tenía the, the big vinyl, the small vinyl. And it was like, not only that, but it had lights on the front part. Se cerrabas la parte donde estaban todos los discos. You would close it off, so we would use it as a table um, to like set stuff up in la sala. <laughs> and um, tenía lucecitas verdes y amarillas que se prendían con la música cuando tocaban. But my parents, both my parents, really love music, y son buenísimos para cantar. Like, but I feel that when they're singing, they don't need to hear the music to sing. Se saben unas canciones de memoria, and it takes me back. Like, it helps me picture them younger when they would like be working in the fields with their parents or like, you know, I in el rancho. Like I feel that that keeps them like alive and it's so trippy. But my dad, buenísimo para cantar. My mom le hace segunda. Y este, when they, one of them can't remember a song, my dad's always like, vieja, como, como va esta? And he'll start singing it. And she's like, ah, esta. Y la canta tal. No, no la canta tal. La canta esa persona. But I love that they're able to have that musical, like kind of touch um y las borracheras my dad would love getting together with his brothers and like his friends and like echarse unas chelas and play music loud af while they enjoyed their chelitas bien frías after getting off of work you know but i feel that music has really helped them like process their experience here in the states like being in touch with like what it was being in mexico and then having to come here at such young ages and and try to survive and thrive and start families and a whole new life right Um, but I think with my dad, it's always been really nice to, aunque a veces, you know, I'm like, dad, the decisions he makes, I'm like, well, he's my dad. I have to let him be, you know, he's his own man. He's his own person. But my dad's always been very easy to talk to. And I think in my most difficult moments, he's been able to open up and just like really hear me out without judgment, which is always weird because I feel that many of us turn mostly to our moms. And for me, like, I love my mom. I love her to death. You know, I will do anything for my mother. But my dad has always just been, like, understood the wildness in me, you know, <laughs> um, the rebellious in me. And he's always kind of just, like, helped me hold my ground. 
and I could have any kind of conversation from breakups to wondering why people are a certain way or why do we do things. He's always been able to like use his wisdom to guide me in the right direction. And se ha, se ha prestado para eso. And I feel that many times we don't have those kind of relationships with our fathers. And my dad is just one of those people that it's, he's very easy to talk to and he won't make it about himself. He will share a story. He'll share something with you to help you understand what you might be going through. And say like, at the end of the day, this is, these are your, these are your choices, mija. And very like amazing, like a therapist in a sense, but in a father. And I love, I love, love, love that. Love that. And I see some of those things in Otto. Like Otto is really good at like, okay, I lost my shit with the kids, but then he'll sit down and be like, miren hijos, this is what's going on. And I feel that many times like there's things in our in our partners that resemble the the men in our lives, right? It could be our fathers, it could be our siblings, if we have brothers. Um, but he's very like, in a sense, philosophical, even though he doesn't call himself that. And my brother's like that. My brother's very like storyteller of like I was just says what was this story about because then it goes in full circle like where do we get lost but then it comes back to the point and Otto's very much like that he's a very much a storyteller he, he engages and I love that because I see it keeps me connected to the the men that were in my life before right like my dad my brother and I see those similarities in him so the people that we marry definitely resemble those people but it's so it, crazy Oh yeah. My God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about, I was talking about the music and how, you know, my dad and Luis have that bond, but even before Luis met my dad, uh, and when he was like courting me, cantábamos de novios, me mandaba unas canciones. I don't know if I ever share them with you guys, like así mexicanas, super románticas. Um, ah, pues qué bonito amor. I mean, that's the song that became our song. It's like, yo estaba, you know, trabajando acá y me mandaba las canciones and I was like super enamorada. Me derretía en mi silla, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, you know, this this guy. So anyway, it's so romantic, whatever. It's like, you know, a trait that my dad has. So it's like so funny how you know these men in our lives end up having some of those traits that you know our fathers had. I read a book once that says that they either are a lot like our parents for the right reasons, and sometimes they're the opposite of our parents for the right reasons. Like they gave you something that you needed. So in my case, like my husband's very different than my dad, but that's what I needed because my dad filled the role that he filled. And I'm the one of the three that kind of didn't grow up with a dad. And when he was in my life, he was not the best person, definitely not to my mother, definitely not to my older siblings. But as I was listening to all of you talk, I was thinking a lot about how music plays a role in my connection with my dad for sure. And the music that he played. And that's kind of cool. Like everybody has that common thread and you can relive like moments with those people. But I thought a lot about what I got from my dad and my dad is, and was actually, you know, he has passed and it's been a several years now, but he was the most charismatic person in a room and he really knew how to work a room and he just had it. He made people laugh and he made people fall in love with him. And we just got to observe that like a friend, like a neighbor. Funny enough, last week, I guess we didn't have much to talk about my therapist. So she was asking me a lot of about my dad, funny enough. And it was like, if I was talking about the neighbor who I really admired and she's like, you don't seem angry about the fact that your dad wasn't in, the in your life, like that he beat your mom, that your siblings have all these issues because of your dad. And I'm like, I don't know, I guess it's a credit to my mom because she taught us to love him and respect him. And I see that my mom to this day still loves my dad and she talks about it a lot now. And he was a terrible husband, right? But, and he wasn't really ready to be a dad. And so he wasn't a great dad, but he was a good like presence in your life when he was at his best. And that was him 
being funny and and making you feel good and making a good time of moments. And I think we got that from our dad. I think I get that from my dad. I think I am very confident in a networking setting, for instance, or meeting someone new. And that's one of the first things that Diego loved about me that he's like, he could bring me to a place and I could be on my own and we don't have to see each other again. And I'd make friends with strangers. And I get that from my dad. And I know I got that from him. So we weren't necessarily close. He wasn't necessarily the best example of husband or father, but he had these natural things about him that when he was at his best, luckily we were learning that. And so he was just a bright light when he wanted to be. And I try to be that without the angry part of him and the, the cruel part of him. Um, in terms of my husband, back to where I started, truly the opposite of my dad in so many ways. But I think God works in wonderful ways. And he gave me like a dad through my husband's example because I get to watch him be like just incredible to my kids. I cry when I talk about this. So sorry. Um, my husband is like such a good dad. It's like... Oh. <laughs> sacala, sacala. no yeah i mean he is just an incredible dad and like my kids mm -hmm. are so good to each other and i i love that they are the siblings that they are because i needed that growing up and i love that he's the dad that he is because i needed that growing up so i am like i am in awe of the dad that he is like i'm in awe of the patience and the presence and the lessons like the like i'm like damn like i've been in therapy for like 18 years with this man because he's like such a good man and um I don't know where he gets it. Maybe it's his dad. His parents remind me a lot of both of your parents. Like when you share stories about your parents, like luckily he had two not perfect parents, but loving parents. But the dad that my husband is like, he's just so strong and he loves them and he loves them in his way. So he's always like the old wise Buddha and he's funny. And so the kids take after him and they joke like him. And I'm just so grateful that I get to see, I guess that's why it makes me emotional because I get to see through my kids what it's like to grow up with a present dad, a loving dad, a helpful dad. He like cooks them all these random things. They are terrible, but the kids love it. Like, <laughs> he plays the board game at 10 o'clock at night that I'm like, please, God, do not let the kids ask me, please, God, I want to play the board game. Like he is there. He picks them up. We share that. He loves dropping them off today. He had to get up at 6 30 in the morning to take one somewhere at 6 15 and one somewhere at 7 15 and in the middle of that 6 15 7 15 he took the little one to eat because they had extra time like the way my husband is present is something my dad never had the time for like he was not ready to be bothered by being a parent he was definitely not present he was definitely not in touch with my life at all like i was just another one of the many kids he had and i'm not angry at my dad like i love my dad I'm, not, I'm okay that he he didn't have that connection with me and maybe he did in his own way just didn't manifest but i'm impressed like so impressed with my husband like how does that happen last thing i'll say is that my husband often says that when he first had first had kids he didn't feel connected to them as he is now so I want to say that to other parents and women and don't look to other people and think they have it all together. None of us really do. He took a while to become more attached to our kids and it took a while for him to let go. And Beto said this in another episode, I think, if maybe not earlier, like how Otto um, was very individualistic at first and he has to work on being more community-based. And moms, we, we have that. We automatically are like the leader of the tribe. We don't 
just think us. And so in the beginning, he, and I guess like a lot of men in the beginning, he was just kind of thinking about his routine, his schedule, his life. And that's why I'm so impressed. And that's why it makes me emotional that like, he's a completely different person now as a dad than he was, was in the first couple of years where it wasn't about the kids. It was still about him for several years. And it's beautiful. So if you're struggling with that in your personal life and you just had kids and you find that your husband is not totally there and not connected to the kids in the way that you are, like, have faith and have those conversations and take the time but it, it takes men a while they didn't carry the baby they maybe didn't have the best example maybe they're young i think that was my situation um take the time to invest in the dads in your life to bring out the best in them because it does not always come naturally wow me hiciste llorar um que bonito i mean i think uh, gracias a Dios, you know, and I'm saying gracias a Dios because, you know, we're religious. Um, pero gracias a Dios, a las tres nos tocó unos esposos, like, super hands-on. Um, no sé a qué santo le pedimos. And I'm just kidding. No, we're good people. So nos tocó those, like, super hands-on husbands that are great dads. Um, and I feel, I feel very lucky in the, you know, wife department. And I know you both do as well. Um, but also thanks for sharing, you know, the feelings around your dad. And I know that the love is there. I always remember you saying, um, or, you know, when you share pictures, uh, or talk about your dad, you always say like, shine bright, dad, shine bright. So, que bonito. Gracias por compartir. Thank um, you. Thank you for yeah. remembering that. I do. Yeah. I, I, I always had a hard time with telling him to rest in peace. I don't know why. I always felt like he was more like a star and like he's shining somewhere and keeps shining and he's looking and he's happy. And I don't, you're right about that though. Who did we say our prayers to? Did we take a class at UCSB that said these women deserve a good man? We will make sure that happens. Something about us. Something us. about us. We yeah. lucked out, man. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Gracias a Diosito y a la Virgencita y, you know. Tanto sufrir también. Tanto es sufrir, que, sí, cierto. Así, mamá, sí, cierto. es que tú te pasabas enamorada. Yo, I was just like, I, I think I mentioned this before in podcast in our one of our podcasts where I'm like, I was just like, there's the, if you meet someone new, like don't bring. Yes, it's very hard. It's very hard to do this. Don't bring that experience into this new relationship because it's going to really affect it. It's going to and, and most of the time, not in the best way. So I always was like, OK, I can't put onto this person what the previous person did to me. And I would just give my love. Like you just give your love away. Like you just want to love, love, love. And my dad will remind me, Mija, busca quien te quiera, no a quien querer. And I'm like, I think it has to go both ways. We all need love, right? I just know that I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to give the love that I have to give. And if someone isn't ready for it, then I guess I have to, <laughs> I will have to figure out then deal with my heartbreak and, and go on to the next, but oh no, my what is the point of me sabotaging myself in love if I'm bringing on these old experiences with me? And it's a really hard thing to do, trust me. And it's not easy it because is. it's a lot more on you that you have to take account for. So I think because of that, you know, we've we've all had our our fair share of disappointments, of heartbreak, of not under like having partners that understand us, or just differences that are like shit. And the right people come at the right time for us. You know, for me, it was 20 years later. For Irene, it was 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, for Ceci, it was, Me, you know, it was like 15 years too soon. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's all like, it, and it wasn't like, we can't say like, cuando me va a tocar, cuando me va a tocar. It's just kind of like, okay, me va a tocar. 
be, I, let's, let's, let's live and let's experience life, let's experience love. And I think that's one thing that another thing my dad has taught me, like experience life, mija. Like this, this right now where you're at is, it might seem like it's the worst, but it's probably the best time of your life. Experience it, live it. Don't, you know, I'm sure he was probably like, don't drink 24 beers like I do every day, but like, <laughs> you know, but it was kind of like, you know, just live, live life and appreciate it and be grateful for what you have and the right things that are for you will come. So, yeah, yeah. Eso que ni que nos tocó buenos maridos. They came at the right time. Uh, y sin, you know, sin querer queriendo, I think, um, you know, we, I mean, said 15 years too early. Um, pero <laughs> said 20 days, I mean, 20 days, 20 years too late. Um, a mí, I want to say, yeah, I was like, oh my God, ¿cuándo me va a llegar? ¿Cuándo me va a llegar? Um, but llegó al, you know, sin querer queriendo too, because... I signed up for a half marathon and I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I, that's kind of cute. This runner could be my runner. Oh, I know Spanish music. That's romantic. We thought he wears those small shorts. (laughs) He had those booty shorts in the summer. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. He wears those like shorts that, you know, just regular shorts. shorts. No, Nita. Oh, actually. Yeah. Abajo de sus regular shorts. He does. Um, What was I going to say? Well, one thing that I I just thought of randomly was that um, Luis, when he asked for my hand in marriage, he went to go talk to my parents. I wasn't there. I didn't, I mean, because he wanted to surprise me. So he went to go talk to my parents. And he always tells a story about how he was there. He was having breakfast with my parents. And um, he was going to ask my parents. And um, when he was starting the conversation, like, and asking, he looks to my dad because he wanted my dad to give the response he's like because i know your mom was like mm, like you know my mom is, is chatty kathy chatty kata, Doña kata. Uh, but um he always tells the story he's like mi suegra i could see her okay but i i like purpose she was already at the wedding <laughs> there she was already serving food like she was already she was at the wedding <laughs> she's like all right yeah but oh she that he looked to my dad because he wanted he's like i wanted him to verbally respond to me and um and we were talking about that recently so he's like suegro que yo le pregunté a usted y porque yo quería you know i wanted you to respond to me and i knew that you know my suegra was gonna say yes immediately or you know she was gonna have like a lot to say but i wanted you know to come to you and i wanted to um have your your blessing in a sense so my gusta esa historia that he that they that they share and that you know luis wanted to that knew that my dad you know doesn't does doesn't talk a lot but wanted to bring that to him or have that response from him. Leslie Luis, es verdad que sí, Zoro, porque viejas be tripping, huh? Viejas be tripping. I love that we are all. Ey, 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 exacto. No, no, papá, deja escribirte una canción para responderte. Ándale, ándale. Hold on. I'll get back to you in five days. Yeah, I need a jingle. I need a jingle. Somebody get my speaker. Somebody get my speaker. Yeah, there you go. No, um, I was going to say, I love that we're faith-based and we have that connection. Like we ain't trying to convert nobody. So bear with us. But um, I always think like that somehow my mom like prayed for this for me, like my life to be how it is and me to have the husband that I have, because I feel like it's to a T, like literally the opposite that my husband is to my dad. So I'm like, was my mom literally sitting there like praying for these? <laughs> and of course, both had strengths and weaknesses. Like my dad ha- also had his strengths, but 
I often feel when we said the thing about too soon or too late, like I was meant to marry Diego. Like there was like no way around it. Like there were too many things that happened where if that one thing or that one decision, like I was meant to marry him. And I went to high school with them. We went to college by each other. We had these people meet. We had each other's phone number oddly. We'd, we'd have mutual friends oddly. I'd, I'd make these little split second decisions and like, I'm going to do this with Diego. For some reason, like I gravitated towards him. He gravitated towards me. And I think it was our family's prayers or our ancestors struggle or the karma, like maybe, yeah, the trauma and the drama and the something changed. Like my mom worked so hard. Like the last thing I was going to do was marry someone like my dad. Like, even if it was unconscious or conscious, like I was going to find the opposite of my dad. And if I wasn't going to do it, the universe would do it for me, Vettel, right? Because Vettel's like, why do we keep repeating the same damn pattern? Well, the universe kept getting in my way. Like, girl, you ain't going to marry anybody but Diego. Like, this is why el otro te va a pegar. The truth of the matter is like something bigger than us. I think something bigger than us allows us to come together and to be the people that we're going to be. And like, we don't know who we're going to be born to. We can control who we marry. We can't control who our daddies are. So I also think there's a lot of grace and love for us to take our daddies, warts and all. They don't said like the 25 bears. And Sissy said, my dad doesn't really communicate. I said like, my dad didn't really know much about me. Like whatever it is, there's good and there's bad. And there's the universe made us be born to these men. They made us be their daughters. And it's kind of beautiful. Like, let's take that. Let's pass on that legacy and take the crazy with the crazy too. And then the universe gave us our husbands that we had a little more control on. And that we got to decide, but I do strongly believe that I wasn't deciding. Somebody bigger than me was deciding for me. When I first started dating Diego, he would always say that he was one of God's favorites, that everything was working out for him. And he had the woman he had, which was me and the life that he had. And he just had this vision. And he's like, I know, I know it's because I'm God's favorite. I'm like, one of God's favorites. Like uh -huh. things just, just this vision. I was like, man, this man and his vision. Like, I just love that about him. And I ate the juju and I drank the Kool-Aid because he's a hard man to forget. And he was a hard man to not always go back to. And like, I chased him away for years and y'all saw it. And like, he was meant to be the father of my children. Not even my husband, maybe. He was literally meant to be the daddy of these three kids that again, we don't choose who we're born to. And I was meant to have these children with this man. And luckily he's not too hard on the eyes either. He's a cute looking dude. I'm looking at his picture right now. <laughs> at least not the most feitos either. Let's have another episode. But, um, Papitos y buen, buenos padres y buenos maridos. My mom also prays for good looks. My dad mm -hmm. was actually really good looking. So maybe she should oh, yeah. put that in the... Unos ojazos, ¿eh? Qué chistoso que dices eso, Irene. Cuando fui al 30th birthday de Ceci, when you had your flapper party Ceci, in the bay in San Francisco. oh yeah my, yeah so i took like my then boyfriend right who was like this super tall dude all this like he was handsome handsome dude we handsome. don't we don't like him but he was handsome yeah but he was a good looking guy yeah yeah we don't um but, he was, don't, don't <laughs> like him but i remember seeing otto there and he was there with his girlfriend oh yeah you know? and this had she been, wasn't pretty i'm sure we like her but she wasn't pretty i don't even know very, good looking. About. very pretty very, pretty, very good looking she's pretty. She's pretty. i'm not gonna hate on her she's very pretty um i love you but class. i'm prettier I love you. I'm <laughs> oh good there it is there it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding um very very pretty girl i mean um but i remember seeing i don't know like I had like butterflies in my stomach and I'm like, I haven't really? seen this. Yes. Uh -huh, I'm like, uh -huh. I haven't seen this dude that. since like graduation, you know, like what am I thinking? You know? But I remember being like super like butterflies and like nervous. I'm like, but you know, just bubbly, like, Hey, good to see you. Oh my God. It's been forever. And, but I'm like, why am I like feeling this? Here's my boyfriend, like who I could see from across the room. Cause he was like taller than the whole world. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Oh, he's going to notice that I'm like, projecting and like showing something something's coming out because i was like 
in my head, I was all over auto, you know? And you were a little wet in the nether regions. Mm-hmm. You were a little wet like, in the nether regions. Bring out the mop. <laughs> clean, up, um, clean up by but, the bar. Yeah, but funny how, how that stuff happens. But I remember like being super like butterfly and and excited to see him. But I'm like, por qué? You know? And then as soon as I broke up with that dude, I happened to be in Oakland. And I'm like, I wonder what, who's in town. And I happened to hit up auto. He's like, ah, funny thing is that I now live in LA. And I was like... Oh, crazy. We should hang out sometime. And we ended up hanging out. And then there you go. But trippy how things work out. It was meant to be. It was the prayers. Mm-hmm. It was the energy. It was the universe. Each of us was meant to end up where we were. And yes. And the daddies of our kids. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that. Qué bonito que sentiste las maripositas, me lo imagino. Um, well, thank you for sharing Todos los daddies allá, felicidades, happy Father's Day, enjoy it. Unos porque son, you know, biological fathers, others because you've uh, just, you know, ¿cómo se dice? Criando. Do the damn thing, you know, go all in on it. Those These kids, you know, uh, the children need the love and the support and the, you know, they want to see you at your best and they want to even learn from your worst, you know, but... Just give, you know, kids need love. We need a lot of love in this world, especially children and patients. So go do the damn thing as a father and que se la pasen bien. Eso sí, eso sí. Um, Well, thank you, mujeres and hombres, también the ones that listen, uh, for listening today. Um, I know last year around this time we did the the episode with our husbands. Want us to have our husbands again at some point in the future? You know how to find us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at Level of Latina. We're also on Twitter. Our handle there is at Latina underscore up. Uh, our email address is admin at leveloflatina.com. So shoot us an email. Send us an IM about any any topics that you want us to discuss or just want to continue the conversation. Um, as we mentioned uh, last week, we uh, postponed our event. Uh, the new date is Saturday, September 24th. From same time from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So there's still time to purchase tickets. And if you couldn't make it to the original date, hopefully you can make it to this to this date. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be our first in-person event. We're going to have panelists. Hopefully that's the plan. And then raffles and professional photo opportunities. So can't wait to see you all. Our tickets are on sale on our website, levelaplatina.com. Um, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, uh, if you're interested in joining the Guilfree Squad, it's a monthly group coaching session. The information is also on our website. Or if you're a small business and want to promote your business on our podcast, go on to our website and purchase your business shout out. And with that, it's a wrap. Feliz Dia de los Padres, a los papacitos chulos, a los abuelos, and everyone celebrating Father's Day this upcoming weekend. Besos. Besos, besos. Chao, chao. Besitos, chao, chao.